Welcome back, creeps. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Creep. We hope you're all having a fantastic, or, well, it's Monday. Had a fantastic weekend and all that good stuff. Whether you had to work or not. Yeah. And uh, Dulce has a tarot card for us today. I do. Today's tarot card is the Page of Swords. Today is a day for insights about yourself and your life. There is the possibility you realize some truth that is difficult or painful. Be compassionate with yourself. You may want to seek guidance from a wise and trusted friend or teacher. There it is. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Such a short like, message. I was expecting more. Well, that's what she said. All right, well, hopefully that speaks to you this week. So this week we are, I was telling Dulce, there a few times this has happened where I've gone and like researched a specific topic or a type of topic or something and the source material that I've ended up like buying and getting, like the books and stuff, just were not good or maybe they were good, but they weren't good for me to be able to like suck out a decent story and, and retell it. So what we're going to do instead is read some creepy ass kid stories, kid related stories. Whoa. Yeah. Like go, not just like black eyed kids. No, not black eyed kids. This is specifically weird shit that kids have said to their like older people, like their <laughs> parents, their grandparents, their babysitters, whoever. Okay. And this might be a two-parter. We're going to see how long it runs for. I did try and pick out like a lot and like proofread them and stuff like that to make sure that they were actually good because, you know, a lot of ghost stories, and this is something that I'm also learning, is like, oh, no way. Yeah, I actually do have a ghost story. I'm like, oh, really? Tell it. What is this? Like, I saw a ghost one. And that's the whole story. <laughs> so it's like, oh, all right then. All right. Same with like UFO stories and stuff. It's like, dude, I got this great story. Driving home one night. Saw this thing fly by my car. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they should just say that. You know I know. What I mean? It's like, instead of like instead, it up. Exactly. Or it's like, oh, I've seen a ghost. And then that's it. Yeah. You know, instead of saying, oh, I have a ghost story. Like always the best ghost stories or just creepy, weird encounter stories are the, no, I don't think so. But there was this one Yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like only recently... I got one of those that I haven't, I can't retell on this because it was uh, not for this, but it was very creepy and very good. And I was like, bastard. (laughs) It's always a person that's like, no, I don't believe in ghosts, but one did I did, like one morning I did wake up levitating off my bed and my, all my bed was just shaking. It was the darndest thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So anyway... I've perused the annals of Reddit and I actually bought a book, which again, that's <laughs> it was quite frustrating. The book that I also picked out for this didn't really have any good stories <laughs> so far. Um, maybe I'll revisit it in the future. But these are all stories from Reddit. I am now banned from the paranormal Reddit. Shut <laughs> up. So Reddit, yeah, because I messaged on someone's story to say like, no way, I was going to tell this story on uh, on like an episode of my podcast, you know, asking, like, did you ever get any help or something along those lines? 
And the person wrote back, but then the moderators banned me because I didn't private message the person. Oh, yeah. Some so mods they, can be yeah. very, like, anal. So, uh, but thankfully, I can still I can still look. I just can't join <laughs> in. Um, well, I mean, I'm sure you could just make up another username, probably. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to. I mean, you have, like, more than one email anyway. That's true. Um, so, anyway... If you hear your story from Reddit and I haven't reached out to you or asked permission or anything like that. That's why. Yeah. Message me if you have an issue. And either way, we're not associated with any of these. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. I'm just reading these from Reddit. But I have combed through Reddit to find some what I think are the best ones. Anyway, this one is from username accomplished ad 3891. My son... My grandma, and a place called Cryptodon. Okay. I'm with you. My grandma lived to be 99 years old and passed about eight years ago. I'm now in my 40s, and to this day, I've never quite felt a connection to another human being as I shared with her. My wife was around two months pregnant with our first child when I got word that my grandma wasn't doing so well. I was crushed that she likely wouldn't be able to meet my firstborn child. At this point, I lived across the country from where my grandma was, just started a new career, and my mum told me my grandma had developed bad dementia and suggested it was okay to stay home and handle my priorities versus seeing her in this state. I ultimately decided to stay home and help my pregnant wife. My grandma hung hung on for a couple of months and then passed, and a few months later, our son was born. Now, this is an important detail for later. My son has these insanely piercing bright blue eyes and platinum blonde hair. Whoa. That's kind of like uh, Children of the Corn. No, no, no. That other movie with the the creepy kids. I don't know. <laughs> I'll say it once I find it. Okay. Fast forward six months or so and I'm in my son's room one night trying to get him to sleep. He was in his crib and suddenly turned his head a bit to look up towards the corner of the ceiling almost as if startled. Then he started laughing hysterically, like so hard he could barely catch his breath. I'm following his line of sight and looking up there. There are no nearby pictures or decorations up there, just a blank wall in that corner of the room. The next day it happened again, so I went to get my wife from the other room so she could see how hard he was laughing. She told me that he was doing that... She told me that he was doing the same thing during the day the whole week while I was at work. It became a regular occurrence, multiple times a day, and borderline creepy because he was clearly seeing something up there. A couple months later, my mom came to visit. One night, she's helping me get my son ready for bed, and we get into a conversation about my grandma's last days, particularly how her dementia was getting worse and worse as it went until this one specific day. Here's the first kicker. She tells me this one day she goes to visit my grandma and she's in bed, her feet dancing back and forth with a huge smile on her face. And it's the first somewhat normal conversation they have had in about a month. Mom said, wow, you're so happy today. And grandma replied, yeah, my friend came to visit me again. Who's that? The boy with the penguins. Oh, is he a boy visiting someone in the nursing home? No, he lives in there. Then she points to the corner of the room near the ceiling. To humor her, my mom asks what he looks like. To which she said, The boy with the blue eyes and the white blonde hair. He's going to visit me every day now. 
What the fuck? <laughs> At this point, my jaw is practically on the floor. <laughs> she proceeds to tell me that from that day forward, it's all my grandma would talk about. Every single day until the day she dies, a blue-eyed, a blue-eyed blonde boy with penguin friends who lives on a tropical island what? inside the wall pops in to visit her. Penguin friends? Penguin friends on a tropical island. What? Yeah. I then decide to tell my mom about my son and the giggling on the ceiling. We're both shocked at the coincidence, and I ask what's with the penguins. My mom clearly has no clue, and neither do I. I want to believe at this point that my grandma and son had some sort of otherworldly connection, but the rational side of me is like, she had dementia, babies do weird stuff sometimes, and penguins and tropical islands make no sense. (laughs) But... Here's the second kicker, and I cannot deny it after this. Fast forward, my son is roughly four and a half, and out of the blue, he starts talking about this place where he used to live before he was born, called Cryptodon, every single day. This is my best interpretation of spelling it, K-R-Y-P-T-O-D-O-N. He says, Cryptodon is like a planet, but not near Earth, and where people can fly and animals talk among many other details. Wow. I listened to his stories about it and I'm happy he has a big imagination. At this point, I'd forgotten all about the penguins. (laughs) One day, I'm going through an old photo album and see a picture of my grandma. I call my son over to see the picture and this is the first time I'm ever showing him a picture of my grandma. And he says, I know her. She's my friend from Cryptodon. What? My hair stands up and I ask him to tell me more about her. And he says, she came over and ate pineapples with me and my penguins on my island when I lived there. What? I then burst into tears as the details of my mom's story came rushing back to me. I feel like the probability of all this being only a coincidence is nearly impossible. I don't know what it all means, but I'm grateful to finally be able to share this. Thanks for reading. He had penguins? He had penguins, yeah. So And me, pineapples. He actually did add some like edits to the end of this. Let me see. I love this story. Um, oh, and it's Village of the Damned. Village of the Damned. John Carpenter movie. I haven't seen that, actually. It was a remake from a movie in the 50s. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so in an edit to this post, the OP went on to say that his son is seven years old at this point, and this was last year, I think. And barely ever talks about Cryptodon, only if he's asked about it. And he'll just be like, yeah, but like, whatever. He just brushes it off. And the OP also said that he left out like so many details, just trying to keep the the post short and to the point. But he apparently has hundreds of pictures that his kid has drawn from Cryptodon, which I'm sure like, you know, are just kid drawings, but he kept them all. And then he said that, He talked about Cryptodon for hours at a time on a daily basis until he was around six. And then he seems to have kind of just forgotten about it or just lost interest in it. And then the son also asked the OP once if he remembered being there. And he didn't. Obviously, the the dad. The son told the dad, though, we've traveled together for a long, long time. And I asked how long. And he said, higher than people can count. And he also claimed that he was once my dad a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wonder, like, how the... I feel like there's a choosing process. 
or they could either be a choosing process, like some sort of manipulated way of choosing what souls are combined into family units or if it's coincidental because I'm in the frame of mind that energies don't die and we've all probably lived somewhere as something else, possibly. Yeah. So sometimes I'll think, like, I wonder if I'll ever, like, have encountered the same souls that I've encountered here. Like my mom's soul. Will I encounter her as something else? Or have I done so before well, in I mean, another it's life? It's, like, such a consistent thing now. Like, I feel like there's been a lot of stories where that is the particularly prevalent thing. Like, no, I was your parent before, remember? Right, right. And even... uh I don't know if we mentioned it in the, the Enfield case, but one of the mediums, I know that of the four or five mediums that went, they all had four or five different, like, theories or, you know, feelings that they got. Uh-huh. But they were all relevant to the case at each point that they were there. Yeah. And I think two of them mentioned something about, like, Janet in a past life being, like, you know, being with all of the same family, basically, just in different yeah. forms. And yeah. Anyway. Interesting. This next one is actually a comment left on another post. And this is from pharmacy underscore troll. Although I am not the parent, these are some of my mother's slash family's favorite stories to tell about myself. Long story short, my entire life has been very paranormal. My parents had been dating for not even a month and my mother got pregnant. They decided to get married and got a house. They loved the house and everything was great. But when I was born, everyone in the house, mom, dad, six-year-old brother and animals, all experienced heavy paranormal activity. To begin, my family always explained me as precocious from the start. I walked at an extremely early age, talked very early with articulation and ease, and learned how to ride a bike without training wheels on my own in one day at two years old. Holy crap. All right, calm down there, pharmacy troll. Take it easy. (laughs) My mother told me that shortly after I started speaking sentences, we were all in the living room. My mother and father watching TV on the couch, and I was on the floor. I turned around randomly and said, the spoons that doctor used to get me out really hurt. Whoa, spoons? My mother was bothered to the core because during birth, (laughs) the doctor, in fact, had to use forceps. Memories of my past life and knowledge always came to me through dreams. I've had excessive amounts of dreams about hiding and war since I was small. I still do at 23. I also have vivid memories of playing with a young boy named Nick. I knew he was dead, but he didn't understand what to do next. This was when the house came off as haunted to the rest of the family. I told my family that he was lost and didn't know how to get to the light place. My mother and father spoke to the landlord and sure enough, a five-year-old boy named Nicholas was hit by a car and killed on the property. My animals would never go into my room and my dog often barked, staring blankly through my doorway. Another story. When I was four or five, I woke up one day and ran to my mom while she was drinking her coffee. I told her that one of my second cousins, who I had never met, was in my dreams and that I was running through a forest and she was flying over me. That afternoon, my cousin died at two years old. When we attended the funeral, it was an open casket 
and I told her parents that she was in one of my dreams last night. What the fuck? Let's just say they were all scared as hell. Like, that's the last <laughs> thing you want at your yeah, fucking child's funeral. Like, Jesus is. Christ. I don't remember much of my past life. Just that I lived in a gloomy place with many gardens, but had to hide frequently because of the war. But ever since I was a child, I do feel connected to whatever else is out there. I often have dreams of events and situations that will in fact happen in real life, sometimes days, months or years before they do. For example, when I was about 10 years old, I had a dream that I was sleeping in a small dark room and someone opened the door. I got up and passed the mirror and I was very thin with long, dark brown hair. I found this especially weird as I was a chubby girl with bleach blonde hair. Sure enough, when I was 21, I was living in a small house with college friends and that exact situation happened. I am very into fitness now and dye my blonde hair brown every month. LOL. <laughs> I feel like a uh, pharmacy troll was really just rubbing our nose and it's like, I'm skinny now. <laughs> <laughs> Go off, girl. Yeah, no, but that uh, that dream with the kid, the two year old, that actually freaked me out as I was reading. I was like, oh, I don't I really don't like that. OK, this next story is from Ordinary Damage 2896. This still gives me chills as I'm writing this. My son, who at the time had not long turned four, was car crazy. <laughs> he loved playing on the floor with his Hot Wheels and other types of vehicles. I would play along with him driving and generally goofing around. I was making us lunch and he was in our sitting room with his cars playing and I could hear him talking to himself and making car sounds. I bring him his food and sit down next to him. He looked straight at me in the eyes and said, I was a great driver, daddy. I had lots of trophies at home. Aww. I try not to look or sound surprised and nod at him and say, yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but still, with total seriousness, he continued on telling me that he used to be a racing car driver, but died when he crashed. Then he chose me and mommy when he got to come back. I stuttered and stammered and managed to ask him what his name was. And he nonchalantly replied, blankety blank. I smiled and managed, oh, of course, silly daddy. He said his own name, like his, his name was blankety blank. Oh, I see. But the way he said and told everything was said with such honesty and innocence, it literally sent a chill down my spine. I just chalked it up to being his imagination and left it at that. He also mentioned that it was always warm where he used to live and that he was always out driving every day, practicing and getting faster. Later that night, after I had put him to bed, I started thinking about what he said and had an overwhelming feeling to find out if there was anyone that it could actually be. I'm on Google searching racing car drivers and about to give up when, bam, instant chills. The guy was real. An American racing car driver who had tragically died when his car he had been racing veered off the track or road and crashed. It was around the late 1940s or 50s and he had won a lot of races and trophies. Oh, and then the edit here. Four years later, and my son has absolutely no recollection of anything of his previous life. But I, from what I could gather from that was his son's name. Like, let's just say it was Adam Lynch. Mm -hmm. The race car driver was also yeah. named Adam Lynch. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what I couldn't believe. And he also found that, um, looking further down through the comments, that he was from, like in uh, Nevada or something oh wow yeah so like 
the few details were like on point. But that goes back to what you were saying. It's like this guy claims that he chose this mommy and daddy. Yeah. You know? Interesting. I wonder if there's like if that's that is the norm. Or if maybe something happens where you, you have to let go of your previous one usual like, family unit. Maybe. There's another one that we'll get to a little bit later. Maybe like souls sort of transcend. Yeah, like more for a change or fucking something. I don't know. Interesting. When we could just, all, all we can do is speculate. Yeah. That is all we can do. Let me see. This one's a nice little short one. This one's from OKSir3721. When my little brother was about three years old, he told my mom how he died in his past life. His mom was shot and he and his little brother, apparently our little sister in her, in her past life, according to him, ran off into the woods, but was soon shot and killed. Jesus. Oh, my God. For many years, he was terrified and got hysterical any time he heard a loud noise. And a little bonus here. The little sister, as previously mentioned, had two imaginary friends who she used to talk to and play with. The creepy part was how this two-year-old could describe their looks, height, age, and personality in detail. It was an older brother called Laka and a little sister called Bitty. The older she got, the more she forgot about them and could no longer see them. Whoa. Huh. Oh, this is the one that I was talking about. This in relation to what you were just saying. Okay. This is really short and really sad. It's from Sleepy Bear 1314. My middle son used to talk about having a different mom before me. He would say she was blonde and looked nice, but she wasn't nice. Uh Uh-oh. He would bring it up randomly and only ever got a bit emotional when he would tell me that when he was with her, he never got to grow up. He said he chose me to be his mom this time because I would let him grow up and got, and get old. When he would say this last part, it was as if he was looking for reassurance. He'd ask me, like, right, mom, I can grow up this time. Oh, my God, that's awful. Yeah, really fucked me up sometimes. That's, that, that's how they ended that. <sighs> Terrifying. That is. Poor little boy, like, so I just want to just want to be an old man. That's heartbreaking. This next one is called I'm Never Having Kids by Bro- <laughs> by Brother Toast 13. <laughs> this is very punchy written as well. Happened a while ago. Sister, her husband, one oldest son, two twin baby daughters, two dogs lived with me while their home was being fixed. I am married with, at that time, two dogs. R.I.P. Lady. Post not about her. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's awful. Sorry to hear about lady. Nephew is four or five. Nieces are one to two. They all take the master bedroom because my wife and I don't have much stuff. So we give up the room. About a month goes by and weird shit starts to happen. More weird than usual house settling noises. Like clear loud footsteps going upstairs or walking around the upstairs when I'm in the living room watching TV. I've got a clear view of the stairs and the upstairs hallway from the living room. There were cold spots where there were no vents or air or air exits. And four months pass and it gets worse. The kids start saying they see stuff. My nephew says he has a friend here at the house. 
and the twins point at things that the dogs can also see and become concerned over, but I can't. Then, even worse, around 2 or 3 a.m. on my days off work, I work a graveyard shift, the twins would cry softly and their mother would rock them back to sleep in her arms. A few weeks go by, the cries get more distressed, but begging for mommy. About two weeks go by again, and the fucking worst shit I have ever heard in my life. Around 3 a.m., the kids start fucking wailing. All three of them. Mommy, mommy, monster, monster. Oof. Oh. That was a well-timed <laughs> fucking thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Their dad wakes up. Mom wakes up. Lights on. I'm standing up like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> Is it basic kid nightmare or joint scare? Are they reacting from the other one being scared? No. They're light bulbs. All three of them burn out at the same time. Oh my god. The dogs go fucking wild as if something is in the dog room because the dogs have their own room. (laughs) So I run to the dog room to see all four dogs baring teeth, hair on end, but barking toward the door. So when I open it, they all stop. The kids still cried and complained about a monster. But once they moved out, everything seemed to stop. So bottom line, kids see bad shit. I'm not about to allow that. Good. Good, <laughs> Good for, for you. Good for toast. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, fuck that. And then like, because I was reading the comments through that and everyone was like, dude, your house is fucking haunted. And he's like, nah, it's all good now. <laughs> <laughs> and he said like that they didn't have any experiences in their house either. After. That's that person remember. that we talked about earlier, like where you're like. Do you believe in ghosts? And they're like, no, but there was that one time. Yeah, yeah. No, just this weird fucking half-dead monster child in my house. Yep. This one is called, Apparently I Babysat More Than One Kid by DuskMuse711. When I was 13, I babysat a little girl named Emma, one of the sweetest kids you could think of. I was a regular babysitter for her, so much so that when I couldn't babysit for a few months... She called all her other babysitters by my name. (laughs) Aww. This happened after I came back to be a regular babysitter for her. It was about 10.30 at night. I had already put Emma to bed and had been channel surfing. The house was set up that the front of the house was open concept. The living room, dining room and kitchen were side by side. And in between the living room and the dining room was an open doorway to the back half of the house. At one end was Emma's room and the other was her parents with the bathroom connected to the parents' room. Now, while sitting on the couch, I heard something run down the hall to the bathroom. Assuming it was just Emma going to the bathroom, I let it be. A few minutes went by and I heard the feet heading back down the hall. I turned to tell her to go back and make sure she flushed as I hadn't heard it. (laughs) But I only saw the tips of black hair that had ran past the doorway. Here's the problem. Emma is blonde. Oh, shit. I quickly jumped up and rushed to Emma's bedroom, throwing the door open. Her nightlight bright enough to make her out as she sat up in bed, looking at me, rubbing her eyes in confusion. I asked her if she had went to the bathroom. When she shook her head, I did a once-over of her room, checking under her bed and a quick peek in in her closet. I didn't see anything and I just told Emma I was double checking for monsters. I tucked Emma back in, saying goodnight, and as I headed out of her room... You good? Yeah, I'm just laughing because she was like, 
Well, I didn't think there was monsters in here, but now that you <laughs> yeah, mention <yeah>. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I tucked Emma back in, saying goodnight as I headed out of her room again, leaving it slightly open. I began to walk away, but stopped when I heard Emma speak. Thinking she was going to ask me something, I turned to listen, only to hear, You should have said something. Don't scare her. I really like her. Oh my god. I didn't say anything to the mom about it, and continued to babysit Emma until they moved away. I always made an effort after that to include the being. If Emma was drawing, an extra spot was set up. It seemed to make Emma happy, and nothing ever startled me again. That's kind of heartwarming, actually, a little bit. It's like, oh, she just has... Also, apologies if you guys can hear that. Um, it's raining up a storm outside. Let's pause for some rain ASMR. <laughs> some a- ambience? Yeah. I don't know if I'd be able to continue babysitting for her, honestly. <laughs> I, w- I think I would, just out of curiosity, you know? Yeah, but if I saw it again, I'd be fucking <laughs> gone. Okay, this is another short one. MJXSMM is the, the OP. I had one weird occurrence when I was around three years old. I'm 23 now. When I was younger, my dad would usually have to take business trips once or twice a month. So my mom and I were often in the house at the time by ourselves. So one night, while my dad was out of town, my mom was getting me ready to go to sleep after bathing me. And she had me sitting on the corner of their bed. Now, the way the house was set up, my parents' room was at the very end of the hall. And from where I was sitting on the corner of the bed, I could stare directly down the hallway. Supposedly... While my mom was drying my hair, I stopped her randomly and said, Mommy, who owns the house? And she looked at me and said, Well, Mommy and Daddy own the house. I then proceeded to point down the hallway and tell her, No, that man just told me that he owns the house. Oh, no. She said she checked the entire house and just ended up being a little spooked about it. Nothing happened before or after, but she loves telling the story and never tells it any differently. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's so short the ones that that's why I'm yeah. like, oh I have to leave this in. They're so jarring, I think. Yeah, yeah. This next one is from Forgetful Nerd. And it's called I'm Still Processing This. Okay. And this is a perfect modern ghost story. I drive for Uber and I stopped at this house a few hours ago. As I'm waiting, a light turned on upstairs, and this little boy was turning the lights on, waving at me, then turning them off. He did it a few times and was smiling and looked like he may be laughing. I waved back and smiled, and even though it was late, I didn't even question it. The girl got in my car a few minutes later. I thought she took so long because the kid was hers, and I commented how cute the kid upstairs was, and her face went pale. She looked me straight in the eye and told me that no one lives upstairs. What? I laughed because it's spoopy season. (laughs) It's obviously from October. And I thought she was just messing with me. I stopped laughing shortly after I looked in the rearview mirror and saw that she was starting to cry. Oh, shit. She took a few deep breaths and asked me exactly what I saw. So I told her about the little boy turning on the lights. She called her boyfriend, who was still there, and was full on freaking out. Turns out her boyfriend had several people mention that the kid plays with the lights and waves. 
What? I would have thought it was a joke, but she was shaking and almost had a panic attack about this. Her boyfriend was woken up by the call and the entire downstairs was dark when I picked her up. I have no other explanation for this because of her reaction. My hair is still standing on end thinking about it. Wow. And then, so this story obviously blew up a little bit. It has like 1,700 upvotes. Anyway, he went on to say, for those worried about the child and, su- and suspect foul play, I did, a, I did place a call to the local police station and they did confirm that there is no child at the residence, although they wouldn't tell me if the upstairs apartment was occupied or vacant, which makes sense. I am driving again tonight, so I will try to stop by in a break and see if it happens again. If it does, I will have my camcorder to try and capture anything out of the ordinary. I could not hear anything, but he did seem like a little kid that was having fun and being goofy rather than being in any distress. I have been around enough kids to tell the differences as I used to work in the daycare. Okay. So I went back to the house. I sat there for a bit and nothing happened. With the moon being so bright, I could sort of see into the window where I saw him. And this is just the next day, by the way. The lady wasn't kidding. There is nothing up there. No photos or furniture that could be seen. The apartment is on the second floor, but it has those long windows that almost reach the floor. Anyway, there was no movement inside. However, as I started to drive away, I saw a kid in the yard running, but there was no noise to it. No crunching leaves or anything. I had my window open, radio off. I would be able to hear the footfalls or at least, or at the very least, the shuffling of leaves. It was just a glimpse, and I waited for something else, but there was nothing. I think it is safe to say that there is something on the on that property. Anyway, that's a creepy story. <laughs> so anyway, I, I read further down in the comments on that one, and it was like, yeah, dude, stop going by their house. They'll think you're stalking them. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was getting a bit weird. But either way, I thought it was a perfect example of a modern ghost story mm-hmm. anyway guys hope you all enjoyed that episode we're keeping it brief it's probably going to be the same next week i think there's going to be a part two to this because i have a buttload more stories yay um so yeah i think that's it all right all right don't forget to give us rate review all that good stuff um, <laughs> give us rate <laughs> give us rate uh review all that good stuff um and yeah Have a great week. Happy Monday. Bye. Bye.